morning, afternoon, my morning, and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast. Sure, it's about 1.30 on a, on a Monday, I suppose. Monday nights are brutal at the supermarket. We get big trucks, so you got to unload the truck for like two and a half hours, which is actually pretty, like, it's, it's pretty hard work. You know, once you're two hours in, you're getting pretty tired of unloading the truck. Not that you're carrying like heavy items all the time. But you're moving around, you know, you're doing like 3,500 to 4,000 steps in trying to um, unload the truck. And then you look forward to another six hours of stocking shelves, which is not always a lot of fun. Actually, most of the time it's pretty boring. I don't mind it when I get my own space because I take breaks and, you know, if I have to share a, um, a shelf with someone, it's kind of a pain because then you kind of have to look like you're working the whole time. You know, you're like in competition with this person. So, yeah, the job isn't that bad when I get my own space. I mean, hey, I'm up until 3.30 in the morning. So it's cool and it's not, you know. I mean, you wake up at 2 in the afternoon and your day is between 2 in the afternoon and 7 when you're back unstocking the shelves. I mean, I do have a couple of days off this week, Wednesday and Thursday, and Wednesday, I get to see my daughter's swim meet. Um, so, I mean, I think there's something to look forward to there. I can't complain too much. I mean, I don't mind complaining, you know, but I can't complain too much. There's worse places in the world, you know. I could be in a poor family where famine uh, in an area where there's not a lot of natural resources and not a lot of food available. You know what I mean? I could be in an area where the government is just all over your ass I mean, people complain about the U.S. government and they complain about President Biden um, because, I don't know, he wants to um, get the uh, pollutants out of the um, of the earth. You know, he wants to clean things up a little bit. People don't like that. But it's not like living in Venezuela, from what I understand. It's certainly not not like living in Haiti, where a friend of mine lives right now where it's just like they don't even have a government. They just have gangs that are out in the street with their guns like 24 hours a day, sometimes telling you what to do, you know? So you could be in a worse situation, you know? Could you be in a worse situation than the pirates? Eh, (laughs) I don't know. I mean, yes and no. I mean, are they in a better situation than they were two years ago because they have more prospect capital? Yeah, I guess, you know, I suppose. But still, is there any likelihood that the Pittsburgh Pirates are going to win the way the Major League Baseball um, payrolls are set up now? I would say close to no, you know. Even the Guardians, who had a magical run last year because a lot of their international guys panned out. But like I said before, they did sign their best guy to like an eight-year, $200 million contract. So... They're a little bit better than the um, the Pirates because they did not want to give Reynolds a long-term contract like that. They just don't want to sign on to a lot of money for a lot of years. But even the Guardians, you know, they did sign Josh Bell. But Josh Bell's agent is Scott Boris. And Boris made them put in a, um, a clause because they're a low-market team. He made them put in a clause that Bell can get out after one year if he wants so, I mean, as a low market team, you kind of get screwed, right? I mean, you sign a guy to a two-year deal. If he does bad, you're stuck with him. And if he does good, he can leave and go to a team that's going to pay him big money for several years. 
So, I mean, that's not the best deal, you know? And then people were claiming that the Pirates were going... I guess we know now that the um, winter the winter um, talks or whatever, the winter gathering is over. I guess we know that the Pittsburgh Pirates are not going to sign a starting pitcher. They're not going to sign Sean Manea. They're not going to sign Carlos Radon. They're not going to sign anybody. And you can't even claim that Vince Velasquez is your starting pitcher deal because he was terrible as a starter year after year after year after year for the Phillies. They finally got rid of him when they started getting good. And the fans were like, thank fuck, you know, we don't have to see Vince Velasquez anymore. Then he pitches a year in relief for the Chicago White Sox. And he does okay, but not good enough to where the White Sox actually want to keep him, right? I mean, the Phillies had DFA'd him, you know? So the White Sox didn't want to pay actual money for this guy. And that's who the Pirates sign as their starting pitcher. I mean, yeah, they got a reliever that looks like he might be okay. So really their only signing in this offseason was a middle reliever. They got a first baseman who they're going to flip. He's an older guy, you know, has a little bit of pop. At least he knows how to play first base. Um, They traded for a first baseman who clearly does not even want to be with the Pirates, you know. He still hasn't even like publicly acknowledged that he wants to play for the Pirates on his social media or anything like that. Um, He wanted to stay on the Rays because they were a good team. So you got Choi in a trade um, because the the, um, Tampa Bay Rays were actually looking to clear up spots on their 40-man roster. And they didn't particularly want to pay him either. So the Pirates agreed to pay Choi. Uh, if he makes it, you know, all the way through arbitration, which I think he will, um, they're going to pay him four million bucks this year. They're going to pay um, Carlos Santana about four million bucks this year because you're probably going to get rid of him July 30th, you know. So even if you sign him to a six point eight million dollar contract, you're not going to pay all that contract. And then the other guys. Yeah, the one was a two year. The one reliever was a two year deal. And I think Velasquez was a one-year deal. So they really didn't, you know, all of this talk about them spending money, they didn't spend any money, you know. The biggest part, you know, the most important money that they should have spent was signing Brian Reynolds. And he's now requesting a trade because the offers they were giving him were laughable, you know. Even though he likes Pittsburgh, even though he's friends with a lot of the guys on the Pirates, he wants out, man. He just can't take it. He wants to be on a team that has a chance to win, but also is going to pay him what he's worth, you know? I mean, he's only 27 years old. When he's 30, he could still get a a 10-year contract the way the contracts at least went this year with San Diego and Philadelphia and a few other teams that offered long, long deals like that, the Mets. So he could still go to the Mets, you know, and they would love to have him, I'm sure. He would upgrade the Mets um, outfield right now. He would upgrade pretty much, you know, most outfields right now. He's a real nice player to have. He's inconsistent last year. Two years ago, he was a top 10 MVP guy. You know, so he's probably somewhere in between those two years, which is really good. And he's just, he's super young. You know, he's just coming into his own. So you can't blame Brian Reynolds for wanting to leave the Pittsburgh Pirates. But the thing that bothers me the most about the Pirates is that guys like Jason Mackey and Stumpy still try to sell this fraud that's being perpetrated, you know? Like Mackey said, oh, um, 
what did he say? Like, uh, mission accomplished. You know, we got our we got our pitchers. Now it's time to look for a catcher. Well, we didn't get any pitchers. We got one middle reliever to a two-year deal who has a pretty good um, ERA. You know, might not be a bad a bad signing, but that was your entire off-season signings. And the idea that the Pirates are going to build a bunch of young players and win, it's just every year it becomes less and less likely. And you, you realize, you know, you, got, you may have gotten sucked into it through Mackey or through um, Gary. You know, I still hear Gary uh, Morgan talk about it on his podcast, how these guys are going to become good players and replace Brian Reynolds. You know, like the out, and they really don't have many outfield prospects, but he thinks they do. You know, guys like Swaggerty, um, guys like Matt Frazier, who I really loved when he was in A, A+, but he shit the bed majorly this year in double A. And a double A is still a long way away from Major League Baseball, you know. Triple A is a long way away from Major League Baseball. So the idea that you're going to get a bunch of young guys that are going to succeed in Major League Baseball is just not going to happen if you're the Pittsburgh Pirates because they don't even draft well. You know, it's one thing if you were a team that drafted well. Maybe if you had the Cardinals GM on the Pirates, you know, and you were drafting guys like Jordan Walker and guys that are actually coming around to play well, you know, then maybe you'd have a little better of a chance. But it's still the Pirates. You know, they don't draft well. Um, And even teams that do draft well, like the Miami Marlins, and they were able to build up some pitchers, you know, some pitching capital. Not all those pitchers stayed healthy, you know, and not all those pitchers were good enough to pitch in the major leagues. A couple of them are really good still, but it's not enough. You know, the Marlins didn't have any hitting again for the second year where they thought they were going to compete. Again, they finished with 60 some wins. You know, so how do we believe that the Pittsburgh Pirates are someday going to finish with 70 wins, you know? Or, you know, what, I, what I've been saying for probably a year now is they're probably their pinnacle is 75 wins. You know, I don't see a road for them to get to 75 wins because Reynolds is going to be gone. Um, they're not going to sign any free agents. And you're just hoping that these young players are going to catch, you know, kick me in the nuts if you've heard this before. Lightning in a bottle. You know, not likely. So, I mean, baseball just sucks. You know, Major League Baseball just sucks. Like I said, with Josh Bell, you know, it just, even if you're the Cleveland Guardians and you can deal with Scott Boris, he's still going to screw you, you know, because he really only wants to deal with the Dodgers, the Padres, the Mets, the Phillies, the Cardinals. You know, the Cardinals are actually close to signing Carlos Radon after they signed Wilson Contreras, you know. So any idea that the, the Pirates are ever going to even come close to finishing ahead of the Cardinals in any particular year is just, I don't see it, man. I mean, the Cardinals would really, really have to have a bad year. And they usually don't do that. You know, the Cardinals usually don't mail it in and have a rebuild year. And everything would have to break right for the Pirates, which I think was the title of my last podcast, If Everything Breaks Right. You know, you still have Cruz in 2026. And guys like Solomedo and Chandler both come up and just pitch like aces, you know, which is not going to happen. You know, we know that just doesn't happen. You know, one of those guys will get hurt. And if they don't, you know, one of those guys will probably be not that good. 
in the major leagues. So, I mean, that doesn't happen, right? And we don't even have any pitchers between um, when Burroughs and Priester come up later this year, which I think will be exciting. And I've said that watching the Pittsburgh Pirates can be an exciting thing, you know. We do enjoy watching some of these players that we've heard about for years in the minor leagues, particularly when they're good, you know, like Burroughs and Priester. Now, I don't know how good they're going to be in the major leagues, but it'll be fun to find out, you know. So, I mean, I'm not saying that there's no entertainment value in watching the Pirates. It's just tiresome that the media is pushing the idea that they're doing the right thing, you know. They're certainly not doing the right thing. I mean, maybe they don't have a choice, you know. The fact that there's 10 small market teams, you know, and none of them really spend money. The White Sox spent a decent amount of money, actually. It just didn't work out. But the fact that there's 10 small market teams and none of them are spending any money, except maybe the Padres, you know, who are considered a fairly small market. They probably don't bring in a ton of revenue. Um, But they do bring in a lot of revenue from like parking and tickets and concessions and stuff like that. They just decided they wanted to win. You know, I think they were tired of the um, Dodgers and the um, and the uh, Giants, you know. Now, the Dodgers only won that one World Series and that was in the pandemic year. So they're just not a very good postseason team. But the the Giants won four, four World Series, you know, in eight years. So I think they were tired of that. And when they hired their general manager, he did, he did build up a lot of prospect capital. And he traded some of that. But he spent a shit ton of money on free agents. And I mean a shit ton, you know. I mean, the Padres could possibly have a $400 million um, payroll next year when the luxury tax is 233 And they don't care, man. They're getting $90 a parking spot, you know, to park in San Diego. So they are certainly playing on a different, you know, um, a different level than the Pirates. The biggest difference between the Phillies and the Pirates is that Comcast gave the Phillies a huge, you know, multi-billion dollar TV deal. And the Pirates TV deal is not that great. It's like 30 million bucks a year. But we know that the Pirates could spend more money, you know. They could have, if they wanted to, retain Brian Reynolds. They didn't, you know. They could have, if they wanted to, kept Andrew McCutcheon around for his entire career. They didn't, you know. I mean, some of the Pirates fanboy podcasts make fun of the um, Reds because they kept Joey Votto for his whole career. But you know what? I mean, I'm sure there's some Cardinal fans that really like Joey Votto that are happy about that, you know, because you can use a um, you can use that jersey for your entire like 15 years, you know, that you're young. (laughs) You can use that jersey. Whereas if you buy an O'Neill Cruz jersey, it's only going to be good for three years, you know. And then when he's on another team, do you really want to wear it to the game? Maybe. You know, I mean, people will still wear those jerseys to the game, you know, but it's not quite as fun. You know, your guy is playing for a different team. He's playing for the Red Sox or the Phillies or the Yankees or somebody else, you know, maybe in California. Um, So that's just life as a Pittsburgh Pirates fan. It's not getting any better unless you're just willing to say, don't listen to these fanboy media podcasts that tell you that they're going to sign Sean Manea 
or anybody, or Car- like Carlos Rodon, you know? They're not going to sign those guys because you have to actually give those guys real money for multiple years. They haven't signed a um, multiple-year starting pitcher since, I think it was 2014 or 2015 when they signed somebody. And they signed him to a three-year deal and they traded him a year and a half into that deal, you know, because Nutting was not comfortable with it, you know, paying that money. So it's just not going to get any better, you know. Every single year, there's a, a there's like a gaggle of fanboys that make a list of guys that they want the Pirates to sign. The Pirates don't sign any of them. And here we are, you know, back in the same place. And we don't know how, we don't know how many games they're going to win this year. But it's probably going to be less than 70. And if they lose Brian Reynolds, you know, it's probably going to be significantly less than 70. So here I am running a Pittsburgh Pirates Rant podcast. And there's really not all that much to talk about other than it's fun to follow the young guys, you know. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Mike Burrows this year. We get to see Rowanzi Contreras in his first full year, you know. That'll be fun. You know, he's a fun guy to watch pitch. I like watching him pitch. And they're not going to screw around with him because, you know, you're not going to do anything with his um, years now. You know, he's already locked in. You already manipulated him as much as you're going to manipulate him. And an interesting one is going to be um, whether um, Quinn Priester is good enough to be a starter if he ends up being a reliever. You could say the same thing about Burroughs, I suppose. But Burroughs did a lot better than Priester in the Arizona Fall League. Um, I think Priester had like a six ERA in the Arizona Fall League. So there's some questions whether his stuff is good enough consistently to get out major league hitters. And you just don't know. I mean, you really don't know until you see them. So, I mean, that'll be interesting. Are there any um, position players that we're looking forward to seeing this year? Well, there's at least one, right? Andy Rodriguez. That should be a fun kid to watch. So there are some reasons to watch the Pirates this year. Um, I'm interested to see whether, um, Jack Suwinski can repeat a, um, can, can he get 20 home runs in a full year, you know, and how many strikeouts does that equal to, you know, is that 200 strikeouts, you know, and does he get enough doubles, you know, is his OPS over 730 to where it's worth seeing, you know, 220 strikeouts. I don't know, but I'm interested to see, you know, because pitchers are going to, pitchers know how to target him now. And I want to see if he could do it on a consistent basis. And the same thing with um, Rodolfo Castro. Even though I don't like the guy because he does stupid shit, you know, he has about 350 major league at-bats. Is he able to put a a whole good season together? Because we know he had a good month. And lots of guys have good months. Yoshi had a good month. Pretty much a lot of the Pirates have had a good month. There might have even been a good two-week stretch for, um, uh, what's the game? Hoy Park, (laughs) you know, at one point. Everybody can have a good stretch. You know, Diego Castillo had a good stretch. You know, he still wasn't hitting for average, but he was hitting a decent amount of home runs. And we're probably still going to run him out there again. So I suppose I'm looking forward to watching some of these guys, you know. Can Mitch Keller put it, to get, put it together for a full year? You know, are they going to sign Mitch Keller to an extension? Because he seems like the one guy that might be willing to sign an extension right now that's worth signing to an extension. You know, is JT Brubaker a starting pitcher in the major leagues or is he not? We still don't know that, you know, and I suppose this is a question. 
Can any of these guys pitch good as a starter for the Pittsburgh Pirates? Oviedo, Bryce Wilson, Thompson, um, the guy that, that came up last year and did a nice job. You know, he threw hard. Um, the young kid or Vince Velasquez. Can any of those five guys be a consistent starting pitcher? Can they finally pan out into what Mitch Keller has panned out to be, you know? So there's some stuff to watch, right? We get to see who the Pirates take with the first-round pick. And because they have that first-round money, you know, their second-round pick should be a little better than it was this year, you know? They have a little bit of money to go around. They might be able to get a good second- and third-round pick. I mean, these things are fun to watch. But it was just really, really, really a kick in the gut when you see um, Greensboro and Bradenton just completely shit the bed last year, you know? And we were hoping we were building something here. So there you have it, you know? It's going to be another night at the grocery store for me. It's going to be another day in your job for you. You know, maybe you go out and you shovel a little bit of snow. (laughs) But we have about three months until we really get into the heart of spring training. So we're going to have to do it dreaming of a white Christmas and thinking about the Pittsburgh Pirates. So we'll do our best. Peace out.